Who would have thought writing on a few pieces of paper would really elevate your life? Hey guys, welcome back to the Growth Club podcast. Today I wanted to talk about journaling and my journaling hacks to, you know, try and elevate your life. Before we get into it, recap time. I've got a few exciting things on the recap from this past week. I finished up my job. That was really bittersweet. It was like I didn't really love working there itself, but I loved the people that I worked with. And I also had this, like, there was this cleaner lady that came every night to, like, clean the gyms and stuff. And we were besties. Like, she would bring me all these, like, Brazilian home-cooked goods that she would make. And honestly, I was so emotional. Like, I feel like I was the most emotional about leaving her from that job because, like, the friends I had made in the workplace were kind of younger and I have their, like, socials, whereas her, it was just kind of this this strange kind of, like, mother-daughter dynamic. <laughs> and it's like, I don't have her any on social media. There was always a bit of a language barrier, but it was just so sweet. And I am going to miss her. I miss her. It just felt really final because I'm like, yeah, I probably will never see this lady ever again in my life but she like impacted mine for so long when I worked here so work's done so I have about I think 12 days till like I go traveling to just kind of yeah do London things I'm going to Bath which is another place in England over the weekend and like Bristol and stuff so going to see some of the countryside with my friend and stay with her family so that'll be nice another really exciting thing is my dad managed to get Coldplay tickets. It was like, I think it was around 11 p.m. or midnight that they went on sale, like London time, but it was during the day Australia time. And I remember just like, I couldn't sleep because I was waiting for his like answer if he got it. And then I think I called him at like 12.30 because he hadn't texted me and he got them. And I was, it was so, so happy. And it still feel like I keep forgetting about it because people, some people would know this, but like I got scammed 200 Australian dollars for a Coldplay ticket way back in the day. I knew they were coming to Australia or like Perth when I was going to be overseas so I like tried to get I think Amsterdam and then when they went on sale again at the start of this year for like 2024 European dates I tried for like Dublin and I wasn't successful then either so I just kept getting knocked back I just want to go to this tour because I'm not sure when they'll tour again and I managed to get Australian tickets so I'm so excited about that Look, I don't love their new music at all, but fucking love their old stuff. And I just, they're just like amazing vibe. And I'm very excited for that. Uh, Another thing, I saw Saltburn on the weekend and that movie was really good though. Like it was so fucked up, like so, yeah, so fucked up. That's the only way to put it. But like, I really enjoyed it and I think it was a great film. And I think, I've forgotten his name, but the main small Irish actor man... How could I forget his name? Anyway, I hope he like wins some award because his performance was so good, so spectacular. And I go to this cinema called like Everyman and it's a it's kind of like Australian gold class cinemas. Um and it's literally right next door to our flat and it's so convenient cuz like in this weather you don't really want to commute far to watch a movie. So you literally we just like go down reception, we turn like left and the cinema's there. And we always go to Tesco beforehand, which is like a corner shop slash supermarket, get stuff to smuggle into the movies because <laughs> it's so expensive. But I got a little hot chockey. Like you can order full on meals during the cinema. And it's just like, it was, I just love that cinema. I just love it so much. Running update. Um, since the Anna Archer event, I haven't run again. I'm finding it so hard to even want to walk outside right now, let alone run. And I've kind of just accepted within myself I'm not putting any pressure on myself to do any runs in the week. If something comes over me and I want to, I'll do it. I'm not putting any expectation on myself because if I'm being honest, I'm not like I'm not enjoying it when I run now. 
unless like I'm with a group of people I've just kind of accepted that I'm like yeah that's okay like running will always be there for you when you want to return to it again but right now I'm not I'm not enjoying it and that's why I do it and wasn't making me feel mentally any better I will resume that in 2024 another thing god I've got so much recap going on haven't I um my mum and I are traveling in a few weeks when she arrives over here and I really want to do a podcast episode for her for like the new year and I've told her about it I'm like you're gonna be on the podcast and she every time she's like really apprehensive so I'm just putting it out there for all these listeners including my mum that it's going to happen and I think everyone would be really excited to hear it. I was a guest on someone else's podcast and it feels really, I don't know, it's really nice change talking to someone else in a podcast setting. And I think my mom could have some wise things to say. So cheer on Carmel. Okay, let's just get into it. I'm prattling on enough. So my journaling journey. So I think if you know the shop typo, it's in Australia. It's like a stationary store. I think I got my like first journal in grade nine I remember from typo they always had like so many cool like covers and everyone just frothed typo honestly I still like typo at this age when I first probably the first two years I started journaling I think I got it I think I got inspiration because I followed a lot of like booktubers and I was on like bookstagram which is just book side of instagram and took photos and stuff and I used to see a lot of people would use it to like track their reading progress and like reading reviews or like anything kind of literature related so it really started off at the start as this really like aesthetic quotes books kind of just like this very filtered version of my life my aesthetic book instagram it was kind of portrayed through this journal but it was weird because it was like I was the only one reading this journal it was so curated and aesthetic it just for myself occasionally I would post a photo of like a nice artsy cute quote page to my instagram or something but For the most part, it was for myself, but it was so damn curated and surface level and it felt like I was trying to perform and it was like, I'm just writing this to myself. So it started off like that and probably I think at home, I've just got eight journals somewhere in chronological order my life from 2016, which is quite crazy to think about. But I would say the first two or three were very artsy kind of, I wasn't really using it for a journaling purpose. It just felt more like an art space. Which is nothing wrong with that. But then I started, I remember I started like getting more personal with it probably in grade 11, maybe grade 10, but I think grade 11 more so. And I remember thinking it was so like messy and I kind of hated it when I started, you know, delving into my own stuff, which I think upon reflection is the fact that like I just wanted to keep repressing it. But in my mind, I was like, it's not aesthetic and pretty anymore. So there's that. And then I kind of found a balance a bit later where I would still do artsy things, but then I would do deeper stuff. And now I'm at this point now where it's pretty much, it's a pretty messy journal. Like it's brain dump. It's really trying to help me think and clear my mind and plan stuff and just you know, life stuff. I unintentionally started journaling when I was 14 and I'm so glad that I did even if it started off with a different purpose the fact that I've captured so much of my life even if at the start it was just talking about the books I was reading sometimes if I pull them all out 
I'll sit on the floor and I'll read them literally for like half an hour to an hour because it's just so interesting to see the problems that were going on for me then if any of them are still present now it's quite it's literally a time capsule when I went to high school in I think year 11 and 12 people who either tried hard academically or achieved good academic results kind of got invited to this principal's thing like our principal would have a breakfast I think like every second Friday before school so if you committed to it you were getting to school around like 7 a.m could get breakfast and he would just talk all this self-development stuff and honestly that principal was the best and I thank him for a lot he was like so eccentric but so wise He had done like I think a PhD in psychology and written his own book or something as well. I remember him talking about journaling there and he used to say it would change your life and that almost like writing down these thoughts and doing brain dumps essentially. He didn't use those words but like doing brain dumps frees up so much other space in your mind. Once you like write it down you know you can kind of alleviate some of that so you have room to almost think about other things. And I just remember he used to always say it would change your life. And I also distinctly remember him saying the way you do one thing is the way you do everything in your life. Say, for example, he asked, hey, who journals and asked you to put your hands up. If you were too scared to put your hands up, which spoiler, it was me. He would say the way you do one thing is the way you do everything in life. Or if you didn't want to volunteer to do something or read something out loud, he would say those words. And I know that isn't exactly relevant to what I'm talking about journaling but I just distinctly remember that and that I was too scared to like admit that I journaled and whatnot even though all the stuff he was saying about it was good it was just embarrassing when I was 16 years old but his classes really resonated with me what he said really resonated with me despite me not being the most motivated and good student in year 12 all his knowledge really stuck with me I know he was a big journaler and he was such a wise successful introspective man that like if he's saying journaling changes your life you best you're gonna believe it like you have to believe it and I think you could almost link his statement of saying the way you do one thing is how you do everything in life to journaling if you do journal or you get more clarity on your thoughts maybe that knowledge and that you know reflection tool you have seeps out into other areas of your life where you're just in general more reflective and more aware of yourself and maybe what you want your desires your goals what's hindering you like I feel like it positive like it's a snowball effect really but a positive one so there's no negatives really to it even though I just said that very wise man himself said that journaling was a great tool and I honestly would just leave it there and believe him but if you're not convinced there is so many psychological evidence that journaling is good for your mental health. So it's quite common in like psychotherapy in those spaces, but from just like a day-to-day, like normal person perspective, it can reduce anxiety. It can kind of help you kind of get out of this obsessive thinking spiral because you're, you know, you're writing it down on paper. So you're not constantly replaying it because you've kind of given it an outlet. Um, Increasing your perception of events. When you write things down, you might almost give yourself a third person perspective not entirely because you can never get out of your own head but you know writing it down you might be like wow I was kind of irrational then or maybe this person isn't actually good for me and wow I need a distance and 
like maybe just writing it down you can kind of you know get a greater perception of something that's happened regulating emotions is another benefit encouraging awareness which I kind of just talked about and some say boosting physical health and the research kind of says lower blood pressure better mood fewer depressive and avoidance symptoms and specifically if you suffer from anxiety or depression research has suggested that it is an effective treatment for anxiety and that expressive writing and like you know gratitude journaling can help reduce the symptoms of depression so there's like an abundance of research advocating for journaling and I don't think it's something to be ignored when it's such a simple practice and I feel like you can tailor it to yourself with meditation for example I've had a I've never really stuck with meditation I would like to because I know it is so good for you but it's never really stuck with me but journaling I feel like you can really shape it to you you might want to just use it just for gratitude or you might want to just use it at night to reflect on your day or even just using it as a planner, in a way, I think that can help free up some space in your mind because you're not constantly thinking of all these things you've got to do. Like, I think it's very personal and can be tailored to yourself. So it can't help but stick as a routine or something you do in your life. I Yeah, I think because it can be. And you can even like make the physical journal itself, you know, quite enticing and like pretty and whatnot. So it's like you can really tailor it to yourself and because you enjoy it or, you know, really like having a pretty journal or whatever like you're more inclined to actually do this practice and because it has so many benefits it's like why not okay so let's get into some kind of like steps if you want to get into journaling so first you've got to buy the journal I personally think hey if if this works for you it works for you but I personally think that you know journaling and actually physically writing it down is way more effective than if you just use a notes app or whatever Sure, notes app have their time and place when you're like out in public or like you don't have access to a journal and you just want to like do a little thought dump or an idea dump or something. But I think for the most part, like actually writing it down is a lot more effective and I'm fairly certain I could find research to back that up, but I can't be bothered (laughs) right now. So just take my word for it. (laughs) So don't just buy a journal, buy a journal you're proud of, like buy a pretty one. Um, I think that really inspires you more to actually use it. Or as I said, I got all mine from like typo and there's so many stationary places and they all, like I made sure I all picked them because like I liked how they looked recently because I'm over here. I'm just using honestly one of my cousin's like old journals she got from work that she never used. And you know, like it does the job, but the effect definitely isn't the same. Like I'm not I'm not not like oh this is such a pretty thing I want to use you know it's just kind of definitely a more functional side right now some of them have lines and some of them don't and some of them have almost like these little dots I don't know what you'd even call it but um depends on your type like if you want it to be more of like a creative like you kind of make the structure of your journal definitely go for one with outlines but if you know that you want to mainly just write and you don't want it you, you like you don't want to draw or like do nice fonts or anything just get one with lines because that's honestly easiest whatever works for you secondly you need pens <laughs> this sounds stupid this whole list but like guys this is this is the steps personally like having different colored pens i don't know it's just because mine's kind of like a mesh between creative and brain dumpy <laughs> i like to have different colored pens i just think it you know jazzes it up and 
for me, I'm someone who like really associates colors, sounds or like just things with mood. And I find that each day it's almost like, oh, what? which color am I feeling today? And then if you're getting more into the actual, let's implement this in our daily lives, habits stack it. So if you want to do it in the morning, maybe think I have my breakfast and then I journal. And then after I journal, I'm allowed to have coffee, something that like that, where put it like maybe tie it on the back of something you already do, like instantly every morning, example, have breakfast. But then you know, give yourself like kind of an incentive after, which is like, I get to have coffee or matcha or whatever after I journal. Hold yourself accountable because a lot of times you're just going to find excuses not to do it. Another thing is I'm at this point now where I actually don't do it every single day at this point where I actually genuinely want to journal. So I know that when I have nothing to say, I won't force myself to write. In saying that, I probably only skip a day once every few weeks. But on those mornings where I'm like, I actually have nothing to say right now. um, And I don't really want to be delving deep on a 7 a.m. on a Sunday. I just don't do it that day. And that's okay. I think if you are like forcing yourself to do it when you literally have nothing to say, kind of like no thoughts, that can get you to this point where you might despise it a little bit and you definitely don't want that. Another thing I would say to get yourself into it is to look up journal prompts or follow prompts because that just makes it so much easier because you don't actually have to think about what you're going to write. I think that can be another block where you're like, what question do I even ask myself? If you go anywhere online, you can find journal prompts and I'll, I'm going to mention some after this, but there's like an abundance of journal prompts out there. I'm going to talk about just one journal prompt that I randomly just saw the other day that's kind of changed my life, not to be dramatic, but the prompt was based on your daily routine, where do you see yourself at in five years? You could honestly sub in any amount of years, like one year, even six months, but it like really shook me. You know, sometimes you get caught in this like life you want to live or like person you want to become, better future self. And then you look at your life and you're thinking, I'm not actually engaging in any behaviors or anything right now or not enough of these behaviors to you know, create that life. It's not just going to happen to you one day where say you run a marathon, like it's, you're not going to wake up one day and do that. You have to think about like your daily routines. Like say, if you did want to run a marathon in my day-to-day life, am I following a marathon running plan? Am I eating enough nutritional foods? Am I fueling myself with enough, enough carbs for a long run? Am I taking days off to rest and like give my legs a break? I just want to say it again to really let it set in but based on your daily routine where do you see yourself at in x years say you don't actually fully know what you want to do in that amount of years whatever or you don't have a clear plan I think regardless this journal prompt really just allows you to kind of look at your present life and reevaluate. I think it's like a really good introspective tool you know even if you don't specifically know where you want to be in a certain amount of years even just like the vibe or like lifestyle or just like the people in your life doesn't have to be like a set in stone you know I want to earn this much money at this job even just a vibe (laughs) I think this journal prompt is really good at forcing you to evaluate your life right now I don't know that's just a really good journal prompt that I really resonated with if you want somewhere to start to be to focus on self-reflection I feel like there's all different journal prompts like if you want to focus self-love or like relationships or like that one self-reflection or goals there's so many different prompts for different topics 
to learn more about yourself and to reap all those benefits from journaling it doesn't have to just be talk like thinking about or writing about the same thing all the time some days as well you might not want to be as deep like some days I don't want to be that deep and I just want something a bit more light-hearted to journal about like it's still worthwhile and you're still learning more about yourself it doesn't have to be this it doesn't have to be like uncovering trauma every single day you can make it what you want now I'm honestly just looking at my Pinterest board to do with journaling and stuff and I'm just going to talk about some random stuff because another thing I want to do is have some longer podcast episodes I'm like Chloe you have a lot of words to say a lot of things to say Why do you cut yourself short every episode and don't prattle on because you're scared of talking too much? Another thing that I see, write until you surprise yourself. And I think that's also kind of encapsulates what journaling is. You're uncovering things. So if you do write, you're probably going to learn new things about yourself because, you know, you actually took the time to. It's almost like communicating with yourself in this different way. Another quote that says, thoughts become things. So what you spend your time focusing on, say for in your journal, kind of like translates into your everyday life. For example, if you're doing more gratitude dumps, focusing on what you're proud of and more positive things every now and then, it's like that that energy, you know, that you're focusing on, those thoughts that you're focusing on or getting yourself to reflect and be grateful by focusing on those more positive things that kind of outwardly translates to your life and makes it more positive thinking as well of kind of was just talking about as you as you shift yourself internally the external world kind of responds to it like if you focus on kind of good shit good shit grows in your life type thing you can also use journaling and that for kind of manifesting if you're into that not everyone's into like manifesting or even affirmations there is once again research that backs up you know like the more you repeat these affirmations you will eventually begin to internalize it and how like being mindful of how we speak to ourselves is actually Actually very crucial because we do internalize it and if we wake up every day and think I'm a piece of shit like you're gonna think you're a piece of shit so you can kind of use journaling to write some affirmations to you know boost your confidence or your self-esteem and whatnot and if you are into manifesting you can very much so use journaling to help aid that um, as well as many other tools in the manifesting world but I feel like writing it down and journaling is like a big part of it so There were a lot of thoughts today on journaling. In conclusion, it's a great fucking tool and there are really no downsides to it. If there are obstacles in your way, not having something to write in, get a pretty journal. If you just always seem to make excuses, habit stack it into your morning or night routine or wherever you have the most amount of time, make yourself do it at the start by, you know, giving it a reward and doing something before it that kind of triggers you to do that habit. And eventually it will become second nature and you don't have to do it every single day to be effective, but the more consistency, the more benefits you'll reap from it and just make it your own. As I said, there are so many prompts out there, but at the end of the day, make it your own. It's your own brain. You know yourself the best. Use it in a way that will help you the best. That was this episode on journaling and my hacks to using it to kind of elevate your life. What is something I am grateful for? Christmas music. And all the Christmas festivities. Um, I was actually talking to mum and she was saying someone from who came from England, who's who she knows now, was saying like, maybe, you know, people over here really compensate for how miserable the weather is by being extremely festive. And that could definitely be true because the weather is 
very shite right now but I'm all here for it I'm a slut for Christmas love Christmas music movies just the vibes and right now I'm really grateful because I feel like I'm in a Christmas movie and it feels a lot more festive than it does in Australia not going to lie it is a lot more festive good vibes so I'm really grateful for Christmas Christmas spirit really looking forward to being reunited with my mum a family member in a few weeks and spending Christmas with her because ultimately feel like you realize as you grow older that Christmas is like you know more about the people than the gifts even though the gifts are also good but it's also about the people so that's what I'm grateful for but thank you so much for listening I will see you next Sunday at 9am bye